Welcome to My Heart Songs Podcast number 153, Dream On. I recently had a dream fragment in which someone asked me, How are you? And I responded by singing, Oh, what a beautiful morning, oh, what a beautiful day. I've got a wonderful feeling, everything's going my way. Classic lyrics from Rodgers and Hammerstein's Broadway play, Oklahoma, subsequently made into a 1955 movie. Simpler times, for sure. It felt like a dream affirmation of my current quest to allow in and express out more intensely the joy in my life. I recently had a tooth extracted, which, although still painful ten days later, is gradually getting better. Ah, the wisdom of Thich Nhat Hanh's celebrate the non-toothache. And I had my COVID booster, which knocked me off my feet for a couple of days. So healing has been on my mind, including that which comes from having good dreams. I can't really say I have had many healing dreams in my lifetime, but certainly many where I just wake up feeling good from whatever subtle messages my unconscious was weaving. The restorative power of a good night's sleep diminishes in many elderly due to various health issues and the persistent middle-of-the-night calling when the body says rest but the mind demands think. Sleep is the brain's housekeeper. It's when neural cells get repaired and waste proteins are removed from the brain. The glymphatic system, discovered a mere 10 years ago by Danish neuroscientist Maiken Nedergaard, is responsible for the efficient elimination of various proteins and metabolites from the central nervous system. It operates through a network of perivascular tunnels created by our brain's astroglial cells. During sleep, our bodies ramp up the production of antibodies, regulate insulin, secrete growth hormone, and the age-old common sense of sleep on it is related to the intellectual and emotional processing, integration of knowledge and intuition that occurs when we shut down for a while. Deep sleep, when the brain waves slow, is critical for encoding memories, moving them from short to long-term storage complicated business, this choosing which memories to preserve, which to forget, and how to efficiently store them. REM sleep is also nourishing because it suppresses noradrenaline, which surges with stress, while increasing levels of dopamine, leading to feelings of euphoria as well as enhanced motivation and concentration. Acetylcholine is also increased, which can support calmness and willingness. REM sleep and dreams seem to shift the brain's balance away from logic and decision-making towards visual stimulation, movement, and emotion, with a preference for abstraction and novelty not often seen while awake. Recent research indicates that people who slept six or hours or less per night in their 50s and 60s were more likely to develop dementia later in life. It's been said that the brain is about protection, the heart about connection. Both get the break they need during a night's journey. Maria Popova of Brain Pickings offers this insight, quote, The terra incognita of our interiority is better trekked with an explorer's benevolent curiosity about the varied beauty of the landscape than with a conquistador's forceful intent to control and sublimate, close quote. 
But certainly one must query, what is the point of spending hours each night in a swirl of strange, fantastic stories and virtual simulations that we barely remember the next day? Has COVID changed how we dream? In study after study, researchers indicate that the fears and novel experiences of the pandemic world are emerging in our dreams. From fears of contagion to the challenges of social distancing, what I still prefer to call compassionate spacing, pandemic pandemonium has integrated itself into our nocturnal processing. The dream life of collective catastrophe is rattling around in our brains, giving voice to the unspeakable as thousands of people share their COVID dreams on Twitter, many of them under the hashtag pound corona dreams. Not surprisingly, bizarre, idiosyncratic, and incoherent images of monsters, bugs, and bats are common, along with themes of being isolated, abandoned, or surviving in a post-apocalyptic world. There were clearly more nightmares and more dream recall in general. It is certain that a great deal of what we dream about derives from our waking lives, part of that emotional housekeeping dumping function. What started out as fun, enlivening, and normal often shifted into COVID anxiety-provoking scenarios. Forgetting to wear a mask, the modern equivalent of appearing naked in public. One of the functions of dreams seems to be that they offer the possibility of threat simulation. In a sense, they are a component of an evolutionary defense mechanism. They help us practice and role-play in a sort of virtual reality, as it were, how we respond to threatening and social situations, both of which clearly enhance primate survival. I return to the notion of dreams as a tool for healing and mind-body-spirit integration. What might I do to promote and nurture that process? Often, after a bad night's sleep, I feel more dream-deprived than sleep-deprived. Dreams do often seem to be echoes of the rambling, wandering mode in which my waking hours are mostly spent. What am I putting during the day into that compost pile which my dreams will sift through at night, especially just before dead, bed? (laughs) Violent images from some streamed nonsense or pictures of my family on vacation, calm and peace and gratitude or stress and anxiety. If I hope for healing and nurturing dreams, then perhaps I need to hold that clear intent before sleeping. And really pay attention to what images I feed myself during my daytime. Garbage in, garbage out. To really focus upon and stay awake to and embrace my waking experiences with the consciousness of preparing the fertile ground for lovely dream experiences. Certainly worth playing with. Thanks as always for listening. And remember, friends and family can easily sign up at myheartsongs.org.